I took home a badge. I have two times at the top. She was at the top once, no badge in the finale. <laughs> you know, should I care what she's thinking? I don't think so. We're back. You wanted more? Here's Snatch Season 4. This season, we'll be diving into RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the world. Which sees the fiercest British queens compete against some of the most cutthroat performers from other global editions of the franchise. From maxi challenges, runways and lip syncs, we will be analysing their every move. It's one of the most ambitious crossover events in history, so get ready for the drag war to end all wars. Sparta! Dragon. On this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK vs. The World, the queens wrote, recorded, and performed their own version of RuPaul's smash hit London with help from Little Mix star Jade Thurwell. Um, we have to obviously talk about the fallout from Pangina's elimination. Okay, upon reflection, a week later, how do you feel about Pangina getting the chop? I've moved on. Um, <laughs> it's, it's another week in the, in the workroom. Um, 24 hours have gone. And yeah, I've moved on. It's the nature of the beast, babe. I haven't moved on, honestly. I'm, <laughs> I'm still a bit raging. What do you think about Bagger also picking Pangina's lipstick, you know, in vengeance because of Jimbo. What did you think about that? Did you expect that? I think it was expected, right? Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, I think if Bagger did that, it wouldn't have been too much of a gaggy moment. But I do think, do you know what? I think she would have got more hate than Blue did. Yeah. So much more hate. So much hate. Mm. But then it makes me think, um, are the UK queens working cahoots? Cahoots. (laughs) Cahoots. Um, (laughs) I had that word in so long. Because the thing is, with, with Blue... I think the whole situation um, and it being such a shock and her trembling about it, it kind of seemed our character. And I think throughout the episode, it was a bag of two... No, it was a story of two halves because Blue eventually did enjoy... Yeah, no, we need power. to talk about that. Blue's attitude over eliminating Pangina throughout the whole episode really rubbed me up the wrong way. Yeah. Because as we spoke about last week, when she eliminated Pangina and Pangina had a breakdown on stage, Blue was quivering. She yeah. was shaking. She was, she was like, what the fuck have I done? Mm-hmm. Uh, judges hate me the queens hate me Pangina hates me and she regret it instantly yeah and then throughout the episode she was doing this whole I really enjoyed yeah I really enjoyed no you didn't you were scared yeah it's like the proof is in the filming footage honey like yeah. when you had to like RuPaul said when you what did he say something about a sword it was like a sword it was like when you die by the sword or, or playing the game or whatever like mm. you have to do it so I think Blue is a bit like a front at this stage. Like, when it came to shooting the gun, you were scared. Yeah. After seeing how unapologetic Naomi Smalls was eliminating Manila Luzon, I think Blue wanted to have that same energy of, I can't take it back now. I have to stick by my word. If I express regret, the fans are going to hate me. So that's what I think she was putting on this attitude. I don't think she meant it. Yeah, I agree. I think also... um, I really enjoyed Juju's commentary on it and giving the perspective of the Thailand community and how they support their own and want them to go all the way. And I yeah. think context, I think that would have been better for Blue to just been like, okay, Juju and the girls in the workroom, we understand the impact. And now we're just going to move on and let Panchina live in peace. I think, <laughs> I don't think it's adding to Blue's narrative and the confidence isn't authentic. I don't think. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, let's talk about uh, this week's challenge, um, performing their own version of London. But first of all, they had help from 
Little Mix star Jade Thurwell. I think Jade Thurwell is one of Umar's best friends. Uh, <laughs> don't let me on this one. I love my Capricorn queen, Jade. Jade. Are Listen, ha- Jade. Jade. Well, she better be. Send she us wa- a signal. She won our allyship award for our honours, and the cover shoot was such a blast. So a blast, a blast, honey. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> such a blast, such a blast with the little mixer. Um, <laughs> no, I re- like we know Jade at gay times, and she really is. She is a gay man in a little northern woman's body. And I think her passion and her love for drag and the queer community, it just comes out. So no better, yeah. no better star to guide them through vocal training. You know for a fact that Jade Durbel has watched seasons one to 14. She has watched seasons one to six of All Stars. Oh. She has watched Drag Race Thailand season one and two. Holland season one. She's watched them all. You can oh. tell. A hundred percent. Even on set, she was giving because when we did the shoot, it was season three, yeah. live on air, and um, she was giving inside tea. She was critiquing the outfit, so she really is an ally. Well, go on then, give us some exclusive tea. What well, did Jay no, tell you? No, because one of the looks I put her in was you know if you've seen the Gay Times cover spread, so that kind of multi-pattern dolphin printed colourful jacket. It was very reminiscent of Theresa May's confessional jacket. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Google. Google that. Yeah, go on Google um, or go to gaytimes.co.uk and just search Jade Thurwell and you will find what we're talking about. And she's very punny. But yeah, I love Jade all day. And I think she... Do you know what? I think sometimes when it comes to that vocal training situation... I think Jade added a really fresh, nice, supportive oh, energy. Did. It wasn't like, naming no names, Michelle Visage. <laughs> it was no, like, what what. I think she was there to uplift all the queens and work with them. So I loved her. Yeah, but what I liked as well, she wasn't scared to be brutal with them as well. When Janie, for example, was yeah. trying to sing, she was not... <laughs> Janie, poor Janie! She, um, oh. she was like, okay, let me get this right. You can't sing, but you chose to <laughs> sing. Why did you do that? <laughs> also, I agree with her there. I mean, we've seen from these challenges over the years. It doesn't matter if you've got, you know, um, a whistle tone register, you know. Mm. It, it, it matters the personality that you put in. So you don't have to sing. For example, baggers, like, like I like chips and yeah, I like belly. it up the arse. You know, you don't, yeah. you, you don't need... Yeah. Vocals. You can do a rap styling performance. Mm. You can do spoken word with a bit of oomph to yeah. it. Yeah. And I I, th- I think that's true. What did you think about each of their verses? Now we're on to that topic. I won't lie. I think Bagger actually was a fantastic intro to the song. She did her classic Bagger-isms, but it just, it just, yeah, I really, really liked it. And do you know what? She does have a way with lyrics. I mean, they may not be the most classy or profound, but she adds comedy and humor and she makes us enjoy it with her. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think, yeah, I think I think Pagan knows what works and what's best and what the crowd needs. And she delivers that, which is good. It can get a little bit stagnant at times because I think for me, when Bagger came out, I think it was a little bit too similar to previous stuff she's done on this yeah. season like the Tracy Fat Fatberg <laughs> Tracy like Fat that entrance into it kind of reminding me of that entrance and also her lyrics of like Cockstroy I'm where's it I'm Bagger um what from Breakup Bye Bye yeah 
Uh, oh, how's it go? I know that she says bag of chips is stunning. Bag yeah, of bag chips of class. chips is stunning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she takes up the ass. Yeah. So yeah. I think those lyrics were quite... It's, it's, it is one note, but that note does really work. Yeah, it so. works. It works. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mo <gasps> killed this fucking performance. Hollywood, baby. <laughs> oh, my, I think out of every episode so far, there's not been a clear winner of each episode, but Mo decimated this entire challenge. So I, oh, good. So good. She needs to be on a smash hit single. I think Mo just knows how to like work with what she's got and with the choreo and the lyrics. It was yeah. something about like LAX and I'm counting my checks or something. Like it, that's like a Nicki Minaj level mm-hmm. bars. 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 <laughs> And I think on the stage as well, I think Mo's dancing and that jumping fist pump thing, I think it really, it was like, London, I think it was really good. Yeah, yeah. They Do you know what? They were all actually pretty amazing. I wouldn't look at this lineup and the performance and look at one queen and go, you were in the bottom. No. And even, even, um, Janie Jacquet, I think she looked amazing. I'm, we'll get into it in a bit, I think. We'll get into it now. So obviously Juju and Mo got into the top. Yeah. Did you agree with this? I definitely agree with Mo. Mo, strong, strong, strong. Um, Juju, I think vocally was good. And uh, Juju didn't do anything. I don't know. I think Juju for me wasn't fully there. I think Blue was quite strong. And even Baga, I think, was really strong as well Mm. in terms of having that 360 thing and representing yourself and your hometown because that's the basis of the challenge, right? I think I got... a good understanding of Soho and Belfast and Hollywood, but I don't fully the whole what was it? Where's Juju from again? Boston. Boston. I didn't get Boston. Yeah. I don't even know what Boston Boston, Boston represents. It's near like, New York, I think. It's in America. It's America. States. <laughs> um but yeah, I I get Juju. I'm just glad she won something, to yeah. be honest. And I hate this whole, oh, Juju's finally arrived thing. Because I feel like a lot of the week she shouldn't have been at the bottom. And then it's all subjective, isn't it, right? They think, oh, you finally arrived. Yeah, in your opinion. In your opinion. Yeah. She's great in Snatch Game. She, don't think she deserves to be at the bottom of the weeks. Like, she, she's she been here the whole time. She arrived when she walked into the fucking work room. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? I think so, yeah. So I'm just glad she finally got a win under her belt. Mm-hmm. Um... So the lip sync to Toy by Netta, Eurovision winner, mm-hmm. uh, was interesting. I thought this was a really good song choice uh, because it is so quirky and, mm. and bonkers. And I will be honest, I've not heard this song in a very long time. And I forgot about all the, the weird quirky bits in the song. Like the... the... I've never heard the song in my life. <laughs> but I'm... You don't watch Eurovision? No. You don't watch Eurovision? No. Not not my regular. <laughs> I only watch it, obviously, for the Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. I think with um, the song, I think it was really good. I think it was a really good song. And also, I think the selection of songs across the lip syncs this season has been really good. Mm. They're really trying new things and doing remixes and tapping into Alexandra Burks of the world. And oh, these... my God. Stop with the Alexandra oh, Burks. I can't. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think the lip sync itself could have been more elevated in terms of, like more dynamic choreo or... I really like the lip sync. Um, Mo is one of the greatest lip syncers we've ever seen. And so is Juju. She's won so many. Um, And I thought they both gave different performances. Juju gave a bit of quirks in there. As you saw, she was playing on a comedy. But 
Mo was given a rule with yeah. not exactly choreo, but she was just, you know, moving her body Energy. Energy. Mm. Um, Juju was declared the winner of the lip sync. Did you think that was deserved? Mm, I personally would have given it to Mo. I would have as well. Yeah. I would have given it to Mo and it's high stakes because both of them haven't had a badge yet and both of them are supporting the USA. Not mm. supporting, but representing. So I think it could have gone either way. I think for Juju, in terms of the story and where she's at, I think it's the right time for her to have a win mm-hmm. and kind of prove her place in the competition. Yeah. I personally would have given it to Monique because she's in the same situation. But that's the thing, isn't it? Like, everyone's coming for Juju, but no one's like Mo's not giving fully Mo her energy that we've seen before as well. So yeah, both I suppose she, you know, deploy her signature tricks and splits and flips in the lip sync. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw someone on Twitter say that they think she threw the lip sync. Do you think? Do you think she did? Um, I don't think she threw it, but with Mo, sometimes like we've seen in the past, like with the a Rocky horror show reenactment, and even I think she did a move in this week where it was like a high kick. Mm. and in lip syncs when her wig flies off or whatever I think sometimes when Mo goes fully all out she can kind of trip or yeah or it kind of doesn't finesse itself so I think she kind of played it safer in terms of just delivering a solid concise performance performance um yeah I agree um so when Juju won she sent home Janie Jack okay mm. Human. Honestly, I want to see Janie in the top four. Mm. Do you think she played it strategically? Because obviously Janie had the most wins out of everyone in that top five. She has two. Mm. Do you think she sent her home because of strong competition again for third week running? Or do you think she do you think she doesn't like her um, as much as Bagger and Blue? I think it was the best timing to eliminate Janie, because you gotta think <laughs> it's like a it's like an order of like shock. So Jimbo, big shock, Pangina shock. So I think Juju was just kind of riding off that wave without the possibility of getting too much heat for it as well. And I think also we're kind of developing a theme. I don't know what the story is, but obviously US and UK queens probably tour a lot together and have bought mm. that kind of familiarity and family dynamic. So when you think of like the Thailand and the Holland and Canadian representation, <laughs> they probably haven't had that same level of chemistry. So, you know, like it is a show, but sending your friend home, it is a hard thing to do. You are so stupid. Uh, you're stupid. <laughs> Just your, uh, I wish sometimes we did video this because your facial expressions are too fucking much. And oh you're, so, you're so gorgeous. I think, yeah. I don't feel gorgeous and knackered, but... Um, does, but does, is, is someone else gorgeous? Or? Oh, you're gorgeous too. Thank you. But yeah, Janie JK, sad to see her go. But then there's only one more episode, so... Bye, Janie. Bye, Janie. Guys, if you like listening to me and Umar chat absolute shit on Snatched, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And that's right, guys, because every star that you leave, a drag queen gets her wings. So, (laughs) click those buttons. Every star helps. So get your phones out, open your podcast app, hit subscribe. It only takes two seconds. What are you waiting for? In the words of Gwen Stefani, what are you waiting for? Okay, questions from viewers, readers, listeners, Fans. 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 Okay, Janie from Atlanta. Hello. Are you there? Hey, it's Janie. 
Um, so Janie has asked us, why is the show acting like RuPaul's London was a hit? <laughs> oh. I was thinking this throughout the episode because I think Jane Thurwell even said something like in recording. She was like, uh, yeah, RuPaul's smash hit. It was like, where did yeah. it chart? It wasn't even on iTunes. It didn't even chart in top 100 of iTunes. It just fits the theme of the day, doesn't it? Uh, but it, now hearing it, it's not, it's not a kitty girl. It's, it's not, absolutely not. It's not a read you, write you. But I do think there's something it's in there. It's not a sissy that walk or a call me mother. No. But then it did bring a new energy to the stage. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, it didn't top the Billboard Hot 100 or the UK singles chart. Okay. Yeah, it didn't but even what reach does them. these days other than Olivia Rodrigo? Do you know what I mean? No shade to Olivia Rodrigo. I like Olivia Rodrigo. I like Olivia Rodrigo. But do you know what I mean? Pop music in this instance, it's just not the flavor of the uh <laughs> <laughs> that's not what i'm saying but yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know why it was why they were treating like it but it's not yeah. but also all the, the catalog has been rinsed at this stage oh, like they're going to track track listings yeah okay so alicia from costa rica hello alicia from costa rica hey alicia asks how do you think pangina would have performed in this challenge which i think is a very interesting question because i think pangina would destroyed it destroyed it I totally get it and also I think with not to bring it back to the culture but I think it would have been nice to have a little Thailand twist oh my god yeah and uh, I think Panjana would have annihilated it she would have annihilated it as I saw on her lip sync in week one. Oh my and her fashion come and on fashion yeah oh, imagine what she would have looked like on this week's runway work of art okay oh anyway, god, yeah. anyway we'll get to that in a minute should have could have put this oh gosh yeah um, Hugo from New York asks Oh, and this is a tough, toughie. It's a toughie, okay? Who do you want to win? Oh, who do I want to win? Do, oh, God, it's so difficult. Because this is not the top four I envisioned at the start yeah. of the series. Um, I think my fave is Juju, but then yeah. like, we all know Juju's time here hasn't been the most amazing. I in think, the eyes of the judges. In the eyes of the judges. I would say I kind of want Mo Hart to win. Am I just so anti-UK? <laughs> Am I just Brexit? I don't know. I agree. I'm not sure if I want either of the UK queens to take this. Yeah. I but do. I think out of Mo and Juju, the one who's had better moments this season has been Juju for me. Just because I think her yeah. such game, like I said last week, is... The gag would be blue. It would be a gag. They're going to give it to Bagger, aren't they? Or are they going to give it to Mo or Juju? Uh, maybe. Well, thank you, Hugo, from New York. Thank you very much. If you have any questions for me at Numar, head to our Instagram stories every Tuesday at 10pm after each episode of Drag Race UK versus the world. Okay, it's time to talk about the runway. Umar, you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so this week they obviously sashayed down the, the main stage in work of art. So you know what question I'm going to throw at you, don't you? Oh, damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, damn. As you know, because I, I get amnesia about this question. And then when I look in your eyes, you tell me about the question that's about to be questioned. I get the fear because I don't know. But hit me with it. Okay. As fashion editor, how would you have <laughs> executed this theme? Oh, my God. Work of art. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because Andy Warhol. 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 <laughs> The uh, iconic Andy Woho. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, Andy Woho. Warhol. I don't know what. 
God. Um, oh, Umar, don't you just love <laughs> the work of Andy Wohan? <laughs> I think with... Um, Art. We've seen pop art done as well in the past. Um, I don't know, because the thing is, when I think of work of art, I think of Moschino. Like, Moschino, if you, I don't know if you've seen the latest collection, but it is very avant garde. It's very like models coming down as the paintings themselves. So, do they pay you for this? Yeah, that. They- <laughs> unfortunately, they're not advertising um, for the podcast. Um, no, I think. Work of art, I think I would have come in. But actually saying that, didn't something wrong in season one come out as a frame? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah the Royal Mail thing. Yeah, so I think she, I, really maybe cool. it's been done, but I think maybe coming out like that, like a painting, like the Mona Lisa or something. I don't know. I honestly don't know how I would have, I would have done this. It's, it's a hard challenge because it is so. It is so big that, you know, you do anything. Work of art. Yeah, it's, you could do anything, really. And I think all of them, like we saw, went down an artistic route, isn't it? Where it's like paintings and like abstract collages and stuff like that. Yeah. I think I'm going to be really controversial. I'm going to say I actually enjoyed Backer's rendition of Van Gogh's Sunflowers. I don't know. I think it just gave the right level of camp stupid humor. I did enjoy it. I think for me, Blue didn't really hit the mark. What? No. <laughs> I, I don't know. There was just something missing. I loved it. Oh my goddamn Christ. It was bloody gorgeous. It was gorgeous and like ethereal, but I just, I think there was no element of what Blue would have done. No, I think her outfit for. You know that pink neon number that she wore for her lip sync? Mm-hmm. I think that would have been more... What well, I don't know. No, that wouldn't have been Actually, no way. No. Yeah. No. I think for me, Janie was a little bit flat compared to everyone else on the runway. I think it was a nice Andy Warhol. Oh, I, I actually really liked it. I liked Jamie. it, but then it didn't feel as elevated or conceptual as I know she can bring. Mm. And then who else was there? No. I think Mo Hart put everyone to shame. When she revealed that cage face mask in the lilac, I think that for me was stunning. And we haven't seen that before. So I think Mo Hart took the win. But yeah, yeah, again, overall, like I said, I can't even think of what I would have done in this situation because the theme is so big. I think I would have just come out nude, no drag, no wig, nothing. I would just walk down to that work runway because I'm a fucking work of art, bitch. Oh my God, that's so... Yeah, but that's just... Yeah, that's gorge. Yeah, it would have been really bold as Work well. of art. Work of art. Oh my God, nude, what a concept. Who left you slain the most? Mo, was it? Yeah, Mo. Mo for me. And uh, who left you the most disappointed? Um, No one really disappointed me. I think Juju and Janie looked gorgeous. It looked gorgeous, but it didn't feel as elevated. I think for me, if you're going to the theme loosely just come out in something that could be exhibited in the Metropolitan Museum at the Met. You know what I mean? Like that. Just come out as something like that. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, I know what I would have done for the thing. I don't know how I would build it. But I think I would come out in a look, but then like have 
selfie sticks coming out of me as if people are taking pictures of me as the work of art. So whether that's like puppetry or strings and stuff, I would have had like stuff coming. I don't know what. German, that's a lot of budget. I don't have the budget for that. No, but it sounds yeah. good. But it sounds good. It's giving me Alyssa from, you know, All Stars 2 where she had the cameras on her, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Umar, did you see um, Jimbo's unaired runway look for this week no i haven't okay listeners bear with me just one moment i'm gonna show umar jimbo's look and you can do so at the same time too just go on instagram.com and go to jimbo's page umar don't you think it looks great wait there let me get up for you (laughs) i actually loved this look i thought it was fucking incredible Oh, wow. <laughs> Honestly, that's what I'm talking about. Like, Jimbo took thought out of my head, like something that could be exhibited in a museum or a gallery. And I think that is, I think that's taking the obvious paint splashes and painting effect, but really elevating it. I just love all the colours. You know how I feel about yeah, colour? Yeah, no, definitely. And it's very Chaparro, I can't never say this design's name, Chaparelli, Chaparro, or whatever. It's very that. Chaparelli. Chaparelli. I think I'm butchering that name. But yeah, as you oh, know. Just like, whoa, how? Whoa, how? Do you mean these French American names are just difficult to say? <laughs> I can barely say my own. No, I love that. And I think, yeah, I would have, as you know, yeah, I would have continued my gallery, museum, architectural, statue, goddess, fantasy. Yeah. The end. Are you ready to hear from Janie Jackie? Yes, hit me with Janie Jacquet. Okay, I had a really lovely chat with Janie. She reflected on her UK versus the world experience, her sister's, in her word, shady confessionals, and who she'd like to take home the crown. Good. I want to start off this interview by saying your arm movements during the Venga Boys lip sync was pure art. <laughs> it became one of those moments, right? I think it's one of the greatest lip syncs of the season. It's so fun seeing everybody doing it online. It's so funny how you didn't even win, but it's become like a meme. It's gone viral. It's, it's right. I do it just like I'm in the kitchen sometimes. So I'm like, <laughs> and it's not even the original choreography, but it's they just have to adapt it now. They just have to be like, this is it. <laughs> Loved it. Absolutely loved it. I want to... Thank you. I, I, if, when I come to see you in a show, I don't want you to be doing anything else other than... That's the whole thing. I was doing shows and then I just was like doing this whole choreography moment, all of these fun things and then I just saw people looking at me the whole time and I was like, at the end of the show, I was just like, y'all just want me to do this, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they went, yeah, basically. I was like, well, great. Well, it's a bloody good arm workout. I could only do it for like a couple seconds and I'm like, I'm knackered. I, oh my God, my, my arm has been hurting for like two days already. <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, right, Janie, we have to talk about your elimination. I mean, you took it so well. It was one of the most graceful exits I've ever seen on the show. So can you tell me what was going through your mind at the time? Well, I mean, I have to say, though, I was... um, I remember in the episode for Snatch Game, the previous episode, where I was... I was so not proud of myself. I was really ready to go home. And then obviously we had that really shocking elimination with Blue Hydrangea and Pangina. Um, So I was just really grateful to be there, period. And then... Um, when it happened, I realized that the girls were playing the game. We were supposed to play the game because I'm a strong lip syncer and they, they eliminated before a round of lip syncs. Um, so I just, I just felt very grateful. I felt very happy. I felt very satisfied. I felt very proud of myself. 
There are moments when I look back at the show that I can tell because I did two seasons so shortly after each other that I was so focused on being professional and impressing everybody that I was like, Janie, just let the fuck go and have a good time. Um, but at that moment, I was so proud, so grateful, so, I think, satisfied with, with my journey and my accomplishments on the show that I um, and so proud of my sisters uh, for doing what, what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah. And um, not bitter at all, not angry at all, just grateful. If I look back, that's really what I felt and, and see yeah. myself. You destroyed the season. I mean, you had two Maxi Challenge wins, more than any of the top four. You were killing the competition. So how long did it take you to come to terms with your elimination? I mean, in the end, I, I think you just have to accept that the fact that you're just not going to win the season, which is, you know, um, apparently a re reoccurring theme there for me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, I think, uh, B taught me as well. She said... Um, when you don't win a season or you don't win something you, you've prepared for so long, it just means there's no ending to your story. And there will be so much more than just that. Um, so it wasn't hard coming to terms with my elimination. I, like I said, I just, I take every moment as it is and as it comes. And the whole adventure in total was such a beautiful experience for me um, that I still to today look back at with so much joy and happiness and um, pride that... It wasn't really, uh, no bitterness, no sourness at all. I, I can't say it. Yeah. I know the fans love it when you're like all like sour and crazy <laughs> about it. But I was just like, no, I was just really satisfied. Yeah. And if Jujubee's taught us anything, it's that even on your second time competing on Drag Race, it's not the end for you. You can come back a third, fourth, fifth, right. fifth time. Right. <laughs> you can keep on coming back. But although I have to tell everybody, just give me a couple years, though. Like, let me just breathe a little bit before I come back again. You deserve a goddamn break, Janie JK. You deserve a Babes. break. Babes. <laughs> Babes. I do. I do. I do. It's not easy. A lot of people forget how it's tough doing these shows. It's not easy, you know? We do it for the entertainment of other people, and sometimes they forget that. We do it also for the audience, you know? Not just for ourselves. Um, especially when they go into like crazy comments and stuff. I'm like, guys, we do it to entertain you guys. This is part of your entertainment. Just be happy with doing it. Yeah. I was really surprised that Juju actually gave you the chop. I didn't think she was going to do it. Why do you personally think she sent you home? Well, I mean, you can look at it for so many different sides to be like, I, I saved her once and I chose her lipstick once. So she could be like, oh, um, you know, she chose my lipstick the last time. I'm going to just cut her out. I think really um, that it's also looking at what's coming at the same views that Blue had. I want to win this competition. We're going to have lip syncs in the finale. And I can win easier from Baga than I can do from Janie. Mm -hmm. Period. Janie's a strong lip sync girl. She's a strong dancer. Um, so if I get rid of her right now, then I'm, I have a bigger shot of winning this competition. If you got to the top four and you just did this in every lip sync, you would have had that crown. Period. I'm going to call Rue right now and be like, baby, I made that season with my whole floppy arm thing. Just give me another badge. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to talk about Mo. She really um, underestimated you in a competition, um, which confused me because you annihilated Holland season one, runner up to maxi challenges. Why do you think she underestimated you? Did she watch the season? She never watched my season. Oh, there you go. There I know go. for a fact. Uh, they didn't air it, but she, I had to introduce myself on day one. Mm. She did not know my name. 
which was like, you know, basically, okay, that's how we started off, which is fine. I look up to you. To me, you're a legend. There's so many fun things about you that I can, you know, I know all of your catchphrases, all of, all of that. She had no idea, which was okay. So she underestimated me. But I think at the same time as when I started, when I won this episode two and I got into the top again, she also told me, she's like, babe, that's the only way to do it. Really going from the bottom up until the top. And, you know, and it's, it's hard if you have to prove yourself to all of these people and then as well in the room, but they, they have no clue who you are. But at the same time, I took home a badge. I have two times at the top. She was at the top once, no badge in the finale. <laughs> you know, should I care what she's thinking? I don't think so. It's fine. You know, I'm happy that she, she melted a little bit around me. But at the same time, yeah, I, if you're not interested, then I can't help you, girl. <laughs> Never underestimate Janie. Never, but also never underestimate the Dutch. I know we're such a tiny little ass country, but we have some strong, fierce ass people living there uh, and all over the world. Not just television, but in music, a lot of talent, especially in drag. And we're here for it, babe. You were the last country standing other than US and UK. And you were the only Dutch queen on the series. So how did it feel being the sole representative of Holland on the show? Um, it put a, it put a little bit of pressure there to be the sole representative of a country, but at the same time, I knew I was going to make my country so proud, and I know today how proud my country is of me and how supportive they are. And um, it puts a little bit extra pressure there, but it wasn't scary or whatever. I knew I was going to make them proud regardless of what I was doing. Um, it is harder when you walk into a room where. You know, and this is really what me and Pangina felt the first day is where you're so represented in a country and there's so many other queens from different countries. They have allies, they have friends, they have people to talk to. Uh, and that's why me and Pangina bonded so well in the beginning as well, because we, we were like, okay, well, you know, we are on our own. So let's support each other a little bit. And um, obviously that saved my ass. Thank God. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was, just, I, I was just really hoping to make them proud. And I did. And that's, and that's all you can hope for. Yeah. On the show, I feel like yours and Pangina's friendship wasn't really properly reflected, like we see on social media, uh, for example. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. your, your bond is strong. Jonathan Bailey is mine. She could just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's so sad to see how this, how a man has, you know, torn you apart. It's horrible. It's horrible. But it's Jonathan Bailey, so... Babe. Ooh. Babe. Babe. I mean, it's, but it's, it's, you know, the thing is with the show in general is you film so many things and so many hours a day and, you know, there is an edit and you have to put it in like that hour or in like an hour and 15 minutes. So you're going to miss these moments. You're going to have, you know, moments that you're like, oh my God, I wish they aired this. And that's the same for me when I can, I can see myself in such a hard focus and being so professional. I wanted to, uh, really step up my game and make everybody so proud that I was like, baby, just sometimes you need to let it go, you know? Just have fun and smile a little bit more. But I knew I had a great time with the girls and I know there's so many fun moments and so many, you know, giggles and stuff, but it's sometimes you just don't get the edit. And I think that the friendship between me and Pangina, it doesn't matter if it's in the show. I know it's in our hearts and I know that we really truly love each other uh, and, and we're in touch all the time. And, you know, that that's more important than when you just see it in the show. Um, each week of this series, viewers have been gagged, they've been gooped, they've been this and that, all the twists and turns. It has been a controversial season because the eliminations have been, you know, debatable. Mm. Debatable. Um, <laughs> but we didn't live it. Fans didn't live it. You lived it. So what was it like watching all of this play out in front of you? 
Um, I think that's always when you look back at something you've done a year ago, you go, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> you know, but that's how you, you know, you have to look back at your stuff and be like, oh, what was I thinking to be able to see that you're growing and doing all of this. But filming this show and seeing it a year later, you're going through it again. It's as beautiful as distressing at the same time. Um, especially Pangina's elimination it was really intense it was really intense in real life it really was one of those eliminations where it just switched it just clicked for us that it was like you know we're all human we all have a dream we all have this purpose of being here and you know it just shatters right right in front of you and it's really rough but um what i love the most about seeing the show back is the opinions of this, of my sisters in their professionals and you know the, the shit they talk about you behind your back and stuff i love that the most i just have the best time with it it's hilarious i found out that i'm not becca's favorite drag queen oh. well well there we go what you gonna there do? we go good to know <laughs> <laughs> what surprised you the most um in those confessionals then other than bagger's confession uh like you just mentioned Maybe the maybe the shitty ways people were thinking or playing, um, the alliances that were made uh, in conversations that we had no clue of being there, uh, especially the last uh, um, elimination rounds. Of course, uh, Mo and Blue had an agreement going on mm-hmm. that we don't know shit about, you know, because I'm either in another conversation or I'm just chilling on the couch. Mm-hmm. So those moments are are really the fun parts. Um, but also just their jokes, and you know, we take the piss out of each other anyway. It's yeah. it's great entertainment. <laughs> And finally, who do you want to take home the crown? Uh, it's hard to say, because I think that all four of them have something really special to offer to this crown and something really inspiring, no matter what country they're from in general. But if I, if I look back at previous seasons, journeys, growth, elevation, I think I would really want Blue Hydrangea to bring this crown back to Ireland. Next week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK vs. World. Uh, the finale, ooms, can you believe? No. Ridiculous. It's just gone so quickly. It's uh, blink can you miss it. Blink can you miss it. The top four queens will duke it out in several lip sync smackdowns to earn the title of Queen of the Mother Tucking World. A lip sync finale. Oh so my quick. God. Let's get ready to rumble. Let's get ready to rumble. I'll see you next week, Umar, yeah? Yeah, same time, same place. Yeah, great. <laughs> see you then, babe. Bye. Hi, I'm JD2K, and you're listening to Snatched. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.